This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... It's good. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's right. going to be good. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another show. Here we are, here we are. Yes, indeed. Holidays are halfway over. Thank God. Hopefully everybody's out there enjoying their holidays, but... Here in the Humbug House, we kind of just want it to be over at this point in time. Yeah, considering that I don't get a holiday this week, so... Well, most people have off, and they just get to, like, you know, rummage about town, and Nikki, unfortunately, the news never stops. It's just like the freight, as a wise man once says. It is just like the freight. So, um, why don't we get into a You Heard, and then just rock through this show so people can go back to their vacation Instead of feeling obligated to listen to us once again. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. So this week's You Heard comes to us from Town Hall, which is which um, is at 43rd Street between 6th and 7th, and I was standing in line, and I heard a fella say, I ate a kind bar today, and felt like my teeth were falling out. What's he have, like nuts in his mouth? He might have nuts in his mouth. Old nuts mouth? <laughs> Old nuts teeth. <laughs> I actually had a bar today. Like I had a pecan bar today, like, you know, pecan one of those, bar. yeah, one of those, you know. That sounds good. I like pecans. Nature Valleys, maybe, or something like that. I don't know what kind. I mean, it was really good, but I mean, you know, well, thank that you. was lunch. Okay. So. Well, thanks for horning into my one segment that I get, Tom, as always. Well, that's what I do. I want to keep it entertaining, you know, so I'm just that doing my part. <laughs> that you did. That was this week's You Heard. So with the majority of the big holidays over and just one more creeping up being New Year's Eve, um, I figured that's what this week's show is going to be about. Okay. A little bit, a little bit about New Year's Eve and uh, what it means to us and what we're looking forward to most in the upcoming New Year. You mean it means something more than just Twilight Zone reruns? That alone would be good if we could just like... 100% be guaranteed we could just lock ourselves in the apartment and just watch Twilight Zone. That would be great. That would be the greatest New Year's ever. But like every other New Year's, there's always something in the morning. One last minute thing that comes up. And I don't know what it is yet because you never know until like the day of. 
It's called work. I have to work on New Year's Day and New Year's Eve. Oh, just make it about yourself when I'm trying to talk about something fun, Nikki. That's all. <laughs> we were talking about like Twilight Zone and you went right to your job. So you don't get any time off work. Mm. Not for the holiday, no. Man, that's like a lot. Yeah. But I mean, luckily I get done like early, early. So at least like I have part of the day. Right. So, I mean, that's good at least. Yeah. And we're not really big like New Year's people. We used to be, but we're not like too crazy anymore. Did you used to be a big New Year's person? Yeah. Like my brother, like we always scrounged our way to a party or, you know, there was one year that I spent it alone. Which, like, did not go over well with my mother. But it was my choice, and I just enjoyed it. But, you know, Michael and I always used to just, like, go to parties or have a party or do something. Like, have something. So, okay. like, New Year's was always, like, a big deal. Not a big deal, but, like, we never went out, out for it. Like, it was always just, like, a house party kind of thing. Hmm. I think my house was always the party. Like, I feel like we've always had, like, New Year's Eve parties growing up and stuff like that. And then when I was older, I would just be like, you know, try to get people together to like hang out like at my place or whatever. But it was never like a a party. A full-fledged thing, a happening. It was never happening. No, but it would always wind up with like 50 to 100 people by the time it was all said and done. Because, you know, word would get out and spread around the place. That talky Tom was having a party. Yeah, it's like something good's going to happen tonight. And it was always something ridiculous. And every time I had one of these things, like especially when I got older. When I was younger, it was different because, you know, my grandmother would be there, my uncles Mm -hmm. and aunts and whatnot, cousins. So, I mean, then it was like more of a family thing. But then as I got older and I started inviting people who weren't family to these events, Mm -hmm. I every year I said this is the last one. Every single year. Mm-hmm. And then finally, one year, it was the last one. And every time it got brought up again, like, do you want to do something for New Year's? you want to, like, invite people? It was like, nope, done with it. Like, I got out of it. I ain't going back into it. Just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. And ridiculous shit would happen, man. I'd have, like, people getting so trashed. And there would be, like, a lot of kids and stuff at one point. People would put their kids to sleep on the floor of my living room. Like, they just, like, because they were all carpeted. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, gross or anything <laughs> like that. They would just throw big blankets down and put their, like, little toddlers on it. And there would always be one dr- just drunk, drunk-ass parent has to go check on their kid, falling all over themselves, and stepping on everybody's kid. Like, Rude. every year. Every year, one of the kids would get hurt. Somebody would throw something. Kylie was usually the, you know, the recipient of getting hit in the head with something. Go figure. Kyle and his head injuries, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, New Year's was never really, like, a good time. That's I like it why, these days. That's why we never had kids at our party. <laughs> <laughs> Ours was a kid-free zone. Well, this would have been the case, too. It's never like, like I said, we never invited kids. We just were like going, all right, we're going to have a get-together. Somebody would invite somebody. Disinvited and, them, which mm, is what you have to do. You would disinvited kids to your parties. No, you just put like 21 and over on the invite. That's how you clear that up. But I never had an invite. It's like I would tell you. Well, then that's on you. I would say to you, I'd be like, Nikki, I'm having a party. And then you would get invited to somebody else's party. But you knew that something ridiculous was going to happen at my party. So you would tell your friend, hey, bring, just come to this party instead. You can bring your kids. 
Now, I don't know nothing. Next thing you know, I got like these strange people in the house with their kids. I have like a living room full of babies. I feel like I could have had like a fire sale. <laughs> fire sale? <laughs> it's a fire sale. <laughs> it's a fire sale. So, I mean, that's, you know, that was always New Year's. These days, it's not. It's a trip to the supermarket usually in the morning. Tantrum, at least one. Well, yeah. You're going to bring me to the supermarket, it's going to be a tantrum. That's just the way it is, especially on a holiday day. And then after that, it's here. It's hanging out, watching TV, and usually passing out at like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> day there over. There was one year where we didn't even make it to New Year's. Were we sick, though? I think we might have been. Mm, yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. <laughs> yes. So out of all the years, was there one party that stands out for you? I don't know. Like, you... I really don't. Like, they... Really? There was one year that my friends had a party, and it snowed. And I remember my car got stuck in the snow drift because, like, it was so bad that, like, they had to plow and I got plowed in. And a bunch of guys from the party came out and tried to, like, push me out. And then they fell in the snow in the middle of the street and everybody got pissed. And then I just drove away. After they <laughs> fell in the snow, you drove away? Well, I was like, are you guys okay? They're like, yeah, get out, get out. Because, like, you can move. And I was like, okay. And then I just, like, drove away. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like... Oh, that's so rude. I'd be pissed, man. But they told me to go. So what? You like be like, oh man, I'm sorry, I guys. Said, Whatever. Thank you. I oh said, well, thank then every that makes it okay then. That's like every time like Tyler likes gonna say something controversial. She was like, you know, she'll like do a little disclaimer before she does it. Her not, I'm not being a jerk. Disclaimer. Yeah, I'm not being a jerk, but uh, <laughs> you guys um might want to make the show funnier or something. <laughs> Great. Okay, right on it. Right on it. So, yeah, I got it. So, uh, so the the year that you buried people in a snowbank was your favorite no, party. No, it wasn't my favorite, but that's just the one. It that, was like, your Fargo moment. <laughs> that was just the one that like sneaks out, like just comes like rises that I remember. To the top. It yeah, rises to the top. Because I think that was like my last like New Year's before you, like that. Mm. Like we started spending holidays together. Well, you're welcome because your mom should be giving me some kind of credit, like I feel like some kind of reward or something like that, since uh, you alone basically almost died on Fourth of July. Oh, I did. Before you know, we well, we were together then. I know, which is what I'm saying though. Is be- <laughs> and, and imagine what it was like before we were together, because <laughs> when we were together, you really did almost die on. An, a massive consumption of absinthe. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a, my first foray into absinthe, and I slept through Fourth of July, including the um, including being near fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I had like so many calls from you, like, "Where are you? Are you okay? What's the matter?" And like my phone was like blown up, and I fell asleep on my bed with my feet on the floor and like my phone in my hand. Ugh. I wish I could sleep like that now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Back when it was a simpler time and people could just go to sleep, whether it be from exhaustion or depression. These days, your brain just keeps going. There is no more sleep. Nope. So, um. What about you? What was your favorite New Year's? Mm, my favorite New Year's? I don't really have any favorite. New Year's was never, like, really a big holiday for us. Like, we never really did anything for New Year's. You had a party all the time. 
Yeah, but it was like, that was just normal. I feel like every holiday I had a party. It was like no big deal. It was mostly around people that I didn't want to be around. And it was hanging out with people like, I mean, seriously, there was two guys, Frank and Frank, or Frank and Beans. These two guys would be like the only two guys that I would really hang around. And everybody else, it didn't make a difference whether they were there or not for the most part. So it was like, all right, I could do that pretty much any weekend with those two. So what the hell do I care one way or the other? Before that, with my, you know, my grandparents and stuff, I was there every single weekend at my grandparents' house. Like literally every single weekend. My mom would drive from Long Island to Brooklyn, far out on Long Island to Brooklyn, and we would have to go. So, you know... New Year's was kind of just like a who gives a shit holiday, man. Yeah, like I don't remember it being like my parents worked in the restaurant industry, so it was never really like because New Year's is such a big night for the restaurants. Right. So like they would have like tons of reservations and stuff. So like I don't even know. Like I think maybe I'd be with my grandparents. I don't remember. Like I honestly don't remember New Year's as a kid. Yeah, and I don't remember going anywhere really, you know, ever. I've never been out. Like I've never been like to you know like out to like a party a where gala you pay. I've, yeah i've never been to a gala <laughs> i've never ever ever been to a gala on new year's but i feel like that's just such a way you know what it's like it's like going out for dinner on valentine's day <laughs> like seriously it's like when everybody's like oh no you got to go out for dinner on valentine's day Duly and then you're noted. like but i mean seriously think about it it's like you can go out for dinner every single night of the week and then that one day out of the year they jack the prices up and it's kind of like well who gives a shit? Now you're crammed into a place. Waiters and waitresses don't want to be there. They want to be with the people they want to be with. So you're going to get the shittiest service in the world. So it's kind of like, eh, boring. It's a restaurant holiday. You know? Tom, the last of the great romantics. Whatever, man. There's a difference between being romantic and just being like a... a curmudgeon. Not a curmudgeon. A realist. Like These are dumb holidays to go out on. Especially like on New Year's Eve because everybody's drinking. I remember at the casino, we used to have our Christmas party just like three days before Christmas. And the police would all know we would have our Christmas party, like when everybody's going to have the Christmas party. Because I feel like everybody in Northeast and Pennsylvania would have their Christmas parties at like the same night or within like two nights of each other. And they would just like line up the roads with spot checks. And you would go to these parties knowing that you had like a 90% chance of getting pulled over. If you were going to pull onto the highway, you were going to get pulled over. We always had a designated driver. You see, we didn't. We always did. We had one guy that just was like, he would pick everybody up. Like he would drive from like the middle of nowhere to pick everybody up, drive us all over God's creation, and then drive home. I think some of the years that I worked on New Year's Eve were maybe some of the best years hmm. just because it was just like something different because yeah. at the casino especially we're just like running around the time would go by so fast yeah. and you just be like looking at everybody else who was wasted and it was weird because back then i would drink a lot and then you would look around and you and those nights you really wouldn't be able to and you would just look around at the people there and be like going man this these assholes is who i would be tonight if i wasn't working yeah like it was, it's totally amateur hour. It really is. Oh my god! Especially in a casino, there were people who would go into like the dinner because I mean they had like a big dinner mm-hmm. for like the high spenders and stuff like that, and they would be so rabid to get out and gamble because like the way the package worked out is, if you got invited to it, you wouldn't have to pay anything. That means That's you cool, were like yeah. a good gambler, yeah. you're, you know, high end. 
So you would get like a filet mignon and a lobster tail and all the champagne you can drink and, um, you know, then stupid shit like party hats and stuff. Sure, yeah. But you also got like a $100 voucher to play. So these people would go in and sit down and you can tell who like the problem gamblers were <laughs> because they would eat their steak and they would pick up their lobster tails like holding it like an like ice, an ice cream, cream cone. cone and just take their $100 voucher and walk out to go play. Skanks. And when they lost their money, they'd come back in with their fish felon smelling fingers, put them all over everything and then start perusing through the desserts and stuff like that without like even washing. It was like so insane but everybody was so drunk they didn't give a shit everybody's like whatever and the people who were drinking had a good time the people that weren't drinking had a good time like just well, watching there you them go. so it's there you in, go it's all in how you not be a curmudgeon <laughs> i'm not a curmudgeon you there are just are certain holidays that i just don't like you hate every holiday you hate everything about everything i like thanksgiving which i ruined this year you did so ruin this year there you go so but, I mean, I do like Thanksgiving because, I mean, at least it's a holiday where it's like going, okay, you're going to sit down and have a family dinner. Most likely you're not going out for it or anything like that. But it's a real dinner. You know what I mean? I do know what you like, mean. Like, that holiday kind of makes sense to me. It's like, oh, let's go get together and... Watch somebody else cook and clean up. <laughs> Watch somebody else cook and clean up. Yeah. Who ain't down for that? <laughs> um, and I like Halloween. I love Halloween. It is a good... Yeah, it's a good holiday. But the rest of those hol- like the rest of the holidays? I like my birthday. My I know my you do. Holiday. I know, I know. It's a I know. The week long event of Nikki's birthday. It is the week long event. <laughs> it used to be a month, but then the curmudgeon made me cut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it is, man. I don't even give a shit about my birthday. Well, that's on you. Well, whatever, man. You'll see. You'll get older at some point. You'll just be like, I don't care anymore. I doubt it. You will. I'm going to be turning 40, and I'm so excited about it. I hate to tell you, there's no prize at the end of 39. There's no prize at the end of 39. (laughs) 39 might be as good as it gets for you. (laughs) Yikes. So, all right, let's switch gears a little bit and tell me, what are you looking forward to most in the upcoming year of 2017? I'm <laughs> what I was going to say, this is what makes you an amazing podcaster. Just your long pauses <laughs> while you think, because people can't see you just sitting here looking like pensive, hmm. like you can't see me. But like, I feel like our listeners can sense me being pensive. So that All counts right. as them being able to watch me being pensive and look up like the thinker. And just hmm. hmm. I'm looking forward to getting like some health shit hopefully taken care of. Yeah. I'm looking forward to I feel like that will be early in the year. I hope you. so, knock wood, whatever. That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna sound loud to the viewers, but we did it though. Okay, go on. <laughs> um you know what I'm looking just forward to I mean like twenty seventeen is gonna be shit, I'm sure, because 17, 18, 19, and 20 are all going to be shit. Yeah, let's talk about, like, let's let's talk about 2020. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, like, I'm just excited for, like, I always just get excited for the year ahead just because I like turning a page on a year. You know, it's almost like starting a new journal for me. It's like, oh, a whole nother year of a writing challenge that I give to myself. Or, are you going to do one this year? I still do. I haven't stopped since January 2013. I've been oh. writing every day since January 2013. So okay. I always look forward to like that like rejuvenation of a of a new year. 
All right. I'll be doing another one of my nerdy book challenges. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm such a nerd. (laughs) You should give it to me when you're done. I'll try to edit it for you. It's reading a book. <laughs> oh, reading a book? Reading oh, books, okay. yeah. Like, I'll read 17 books in 2017. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Passive-aggressive much? <laughs> no, not really. I just try to just throw it out there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? What are you looking forward to in 2017? Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I think this this time around, this year, more than in years past, I wanted to start doing a little bit more animation some more video work some things like that i mean i it's weird because the job that i'm at right now is kind of an enigma in in past jobs i know i talked about this i don't know if i talked about it on the show but i wrote a few articles on this over the years and stuff Hmm. well for your literary types (laughs) um and and i gotta say no matter where you get a job at as long as it's a job somewhat in your field there's always a way to kind of customize it to make it what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes a little bit more time. Sometimes it's not exactly what you want it to be. And then you realize, all right, I took this as far as I could take it. Now I got to take it somewhere else to try to get it, you know, I guess, toned to where I need it to be. This job, whatever, I mean, it has been an uphill battle the whole way to try to incorporate some of the other things that I would like to do creatively into it so why is there is it just because there's different departments that do different things and like you don't have control over that i honestly don't know i think it's just a matter of um like there's like definitely a i guess a hierarchy of who would write for the show Mm -hmm. like who would do the filming for the show who would do the editing and in the past i never had like those people at my disposal so if i want to do like anything video related it would be like i'd have to write it shoot it it, edit it you know and now i'm in a place where it's kind of like all right well we have a writer that person has to do it but that person's already working on you know 20 30 other things so that person's not going to be able right, to so have what's time to the, write it. So what do you do? Like, what, what, what are you, so what's this have to do with 2017? Well, what I'm saying is in that case, they put it on the back burner and nothing gets done. What I'd like to see in 2017 is you and I have discussed some high regard projects that mm-hmm. we're looking into. Some very good shit. Yes. Solid gold shit, maestro. Yes. So, you know, I think like a couple of years back, you and I talked about like, hey, maybe we might do something more creative, a new creative outlet and stuff like that. And at the time you were doing your writing challenge, I was doing the photos, you know, because mm-hmm. I was doing the picture a day thing, 365 project. But now he said with disdain, which I might do again, I might do it again. I mean, you know, it's just last year wasn't a good year for like it was it was a struggle to get to it but i got it it was done i got 365 and punched out and i had a couple of months off so maybe it's time to go back to that maybe i think it would be good but um you know in an effort to try to be more creative and do more video i think you and i have come up with a couple of ideas for a high regard show kind of like offspring Mm -hmm. like a hybrid that we're a baby, like a little baby, a little, little high regard show. I don't baby. think the stuff that we would do should be anywhere around infants, <laughs> babies, or anybody under the age of 18 at this point in time. Seriously. No, we got some ideas. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to, like, the expansion of this show into different medias and stuff. And I'm, we know of ways we can incorporate videos into this and, 
you know, do it and stuff like that. So I think that that's the thing that I'm looking forward to most as of right now. Well, awesome. Well, awesome. And I can't wait to unleash some of those things upon you listeners. You unsuspecting listeners. And they will get it unleashed upon them all over their faces. In your face. (laughs) Total facial. Uh, that and health, I mean, continue to be healthy, you know what I mean? And everybody says, you know, like that's their New Year's resolution. And I'm just. I've given up on that. That was always my like big thing was like lose 30 pounds, lose 20 pounds. You see, I was never, ever, never in my life was I big on the resolutions. (coughs) Pardon. All right. I always was. Like I always like just wanted to like better myself and do this. And I would write these big, long resolutions out in my journal now it's just like right that's like the only thing that i could handle because it's something that i would do anyway yeah but i feel like if you're living life right you're gonna get healthy anyway you know what i mean like that was always the problem with the re- with the resolution for the most part for me because i mean the resolution everybody would always be like oh i want to lose weight this year and it'd be like zero to six like going from zero to 60 like yeah which is never in a billion years it's not gonna work it's just not gonna happen like you're not gonna be able to go from eating a whole pizza one day to like not eating a whole pizza the next day unless you have bariatric surgery doesn't mean you don't want to eat a whole pizza still. <laughs> I mean, it's like a whole, there's like a process of getting down there. And I mean, slowly building on it and stuff. And I feel like we've been doing that over the months. So like mm-hmm. while everybody's saying January 1st is my day, it's kind of like, no, we're already in the direction of yeah, doing like that. Yeah, like we started, you know, making that process like, and it's just. Pressure free. Yeah. It was totally pressure free. Yeah. yeah so, we did I mean, it on our own terms. So take right. that New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so continued health, I think, would be good. And, you know, I know there was like a thought of a marathon in there somewhere. I know you and I discussed possibly doing that. At least, well, I mean, definitely 5K and 10K is for mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, definitely. And we don't feel it'll be this year or next year, but definitely a marathon. But if I do one, I don't want to do it here. I want to go somewhere to be like, oh, all right, if I made it this far, I want to be able to say, here's a vacation that goes along with it. So. Yeah, here's a vacation where you ran 26 miles. Enjoy that. I'll be waiting at the... Let's find one in Ireland, and I'll be waiting at the end. I seriously <laughs> thought the it. Ireland's definitely on the list of Will choices. They give you, would they give you, like, a Guinness, like, along the way to, like, Yeesh, fuel you? No, they will not <laughs> give you Guinness. You would die if you drank a Guinness halfway through a race. Really? I oh, feel like it's, like, so protein-y. No way. You and would it's kind of water. Die. You wouldn't What kind of water do you drink that it tastes like Guinness to you? I don't know, but I bet it's heaven. No, you would (laughs) not drink that. I mean, you would drink water. I mean, you you know, some people give out juices and shit, but whatever. Okay, I was just making a joke, Jesus. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's why you got me to help you out when people don't know. (laughs) The running curmudgeon. (laughs) Oh, God, man. So, um, there's nothing else you're looking forward to in 2017? I mean, like, there's lots of stuff, but, like, just the thing, like, I don't have a brain right now. But, I mean, like, I'm excited. I'm, like, looking forward to, like, you know, turning 40 and starting a new decade, which is, like, rare for people, I think, to say. But, you know, I'm kind of nervous because, like, my 30s were, like, knock wood, really good to me. And Well, they don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. The tail end of your 30s went into, like, a spin, Yeah, I, I mean, feel like, like. it's a tail spin, but, like, there's good people. There's good... There's love. There's laughter. Does anyone remember laughter? Yes. You know, so <laughs> I have my I great steady rock of Gibraltar. So the Empire State Building. 
No. No. Oh. All right. That would be good too, though. Well, you okay, like it? Yeah, I do. It's my favorite building. I know. My first favorite architect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so no resolutions at all for you. You don't do the resolutions. Not anymore. Like I'm just gonna like try to write more. Try mm. to write more true. Mm. Like instead of making it like because sometimes I like treat it like a chore but like i want to be like a great like diarist like somebody who like observes life and i just i always kind of sometimes i just feel like i mail it in and then i get like these really long sessions where i'm writing just about stuff but like i want to take my like i want to be more present with my journal and like go sit at a table and observe people like doing things and like i don't know just observing the world and creepily writing what i'm seeing you know where a good place would be white castle I know you don't think it's crazy. You hate White Castle. I hate White Castle. But I'm telling you, man, if you want to see like the human element in all its glory, there's no place like sitting at a table at a White Castle at like two in the morning. And they're packed at two in the morning. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's like two o'clock in the morning and there's more people in White Castle than anywhere else. It's like a beacon of, you know, just garbage people, garbage people (laughs) and the stuff you will like hear and see. I mean, I feel like you could write like a whole book. See, I'd like to do it at a diner because like I always, because diners were always like my late night thing. Like after we went to the bars and we went out to events and stuff, it was always like, we're ending up at the diner. We're going to get disco fries. We're going to fill ourselves up with just greasy, cheesy food. And then we're going to go home and die from it. <laughs> like Yeah, but, but you went to the I'm, diner because you didn't have a White Castle. Because I don't like White Castle, even if I did have a White Castle. But if everybody went to White Castle, you would have went to White Castle. All right, well, whatever. But one of the things that, like, remember when we went, like, last year, it was last year, and we went to the diner after, like, midnight, and we sat next to all those people, and it was, like, what made you kind of decide to take a comedy class? Oh, yeah, it was at my work work Christmas party, Yeah, your work Christmas party, and we were all sorts of messed up. All sorts of messed up. All sorts of messed up. It was a bad night. But before it got bad, we were seated next to this, like, group of comedians who were like pitching each other and they were just like talking about bits and talking about just sketches and things like that and we just could not stop listening to them (laughs) and like to the point where we just stopped talking to each other we were just like staring at their table like what well i think part of that had to do with what your system was polluted with too (laughs) where you just couldn't talk anymore you're just like i just gotta listen to those people (laughs) if you want to be entertained those guys are actually doing bits right now (laughs) Because I mean, but it was just fascinating because I'm I'm fascinated by, like, what inspires people. Like, I'm fascinated by like somebody talking about their craft and like working off their craft. Like, I just like that's why I like talking to musicians and comedians and like just people that create. Like, I love talking to them to like see how they do, you know, their version of what I do. You know, right? I could see that totally. Yeah. I mean, it is like a totally fascinating thing. And it was definitely inspiring enough to make me pick up the phone like within the next week yeah. or two and make that phone call to go to those classes and stuff like that, which I will definitely get back to because I have been thinking about it lately. Yeah, and you were so good at it, but we you just got a little bit sidelined with, you know, the health stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's almost time to go back and stuff and or at I've least got a lot of material now. <laughs> go back to like start writing more stuff and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, but I mean, you know. 
Diners are definitely a good place. I feel like they're just so relaxed, though. Like, there's not enough conflict in diners. Like, like a if, White Castle would be his conflict? So much conflict. Oh, my God, yeah, because people will be sleeping, and then the co- the workers have to go and wake them up, but they don't, you know, the one down, like, that. what is it, I think on 40, 40th Street or 40th it's near First like Street, MSG somewhere or like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't send their employees out like after a certain hour. Like they're locked behind, like you know, the bulletproof yeah. glass and stuff like that. But they have an intercom system, so the next thing you know, like they'll security doesn't even stay out. So they'll like have a security monitor on all the tables. You seem to know an awful lot about what goes on after hours at White Castle. Well, some people know about White Castle things. <laughs> we're not hanging out at diners. We're going to like, you know, where the people's are. Is that what you do when you say you're at work? You're hanging yes. out in like white castles? On my nightly runs, I'm coming back smelling like tiny onions <laughs> oh. and baby food. Oh, dear God. Ew. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Shut up. But they'll make an announcement. Like, that's how they wake people up. Like, the homeless people and stuff. Like, mm. it'll come over the loudspeaker and it's like, beep. And then like, they'll be like going, Kah. You know, get out of the seat or whatever. And next, you know, like you got a homeless person. Wait, what was it? Like, and then they'll be like, get out of that seat. No sleeping in White Castle. And then like they'll have a person, you know, like the, the homeless person will wake up. They're out of their minds. They don't know what's going on. Or even if it's like a drunk kid, like, you know, from the bridge and tunnel club. They'll like wake up and they'll like not know what's going on. <laughs> oh my on. god, you are going down like a wormhole right now. And I they'll feel start it. seriously, they'll start <laughs> arguing with the person that isn't even there. And they can't hear them on the other end. They can only see them. You know what I mean? Okay. So they they'll wait for the person will yell and argue and shit like that. And then they'll like put their head back down to go to sleep. And then there's like all of a sudden like another bit, bit, and it's like get off, you know. Okay. And then there's more arguing going on. Okay. And, I mean, I think you would like it. I'm like, sure I feel I like would. I should take I'm you to a White sure. Castle no, now at two o'clock in the morning just for wanna. the experience. I don't want to. Maybe, maybe you can get up with me when I get up at two in the morning, and you can come with me. Maybe just stop off there on your way down. <laughs> just peek your head in just to see what's happening. See if somebody's like, getting hollered at, or you would think that there'd be like things for me to like write about in the morning, but like. There's really not like there's really like watch t- tomorrow going to work will be like. But you're going the wrong direction. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm going downtown. Right. Like I feel like if. If I was heading uptown with like people where that people were heading live. home, yeah, right. Like yeah, you maybe would have because weirdness. people are like because like it just seems like you know there's there was one person on the train today I saw like because I wait to like I go into certain cars because you know you get used to like going into a certain exit that you know is going to get you out to the exit that you need to in a subway station so you have to be in like a certain car and as the train was going past like in the front there was like there's sometimes there's like homeless people on the train there's a lot of construction guys like that work on like the tracks and stuff like that with their lights and their hard hats and their dirty shoes that are all goopy and gross and then like they just promptly fall asleep as soon as they get on the train as like most people do that like i get on with but like it's been pretty, like, serene in the mornings. Like, and I saw, like, the cops once since I've been working this shift. And, like, they woke up a guy who was sleeping who's actually, like, a regular. He just kind of, like, passed out because he gets off, like. Well, the time of morning, how could you not? Yeah, exactly. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, it's, it's, like, in the mornings, it's, like, there's not a lot to, like, observe because it's all just people being miserable. Yeah, and it's weird because when you told me that story, I was like, man, times have changed. Because, I mean, there was a point in college where I would you know, take the train from my mm. grandmother's house into the into the city to go to college and I would fall asleep 
and take the train from one end mm-hmm. to the other end and then one end to the other end. and i would do it like two times before i'd wake up and realize like holy cow where am i i'm going the wrong direction at this point in time and i have to get off change i'd look at my watch and be like jesus christ like it's been you know three hours i <laughs> fell asleep on the train for like i kind of there's a part of me that always wanted to ride like a subway train from like one end to the other i don't know why like just because i like being like I don't know. I like trains and... Well, there is a Christmas town like display in Brooklyn that I told you I want to take mm-hmm. you to in Canarsie. And um, I mentioned it to my mom earlier this year. And I was like, man, I wonder if that still exists. Because I'd love to take Tyler down there to take pictures of this thing. Because when I was a kid, like young, young kid, and when my parents were younger this thing has been going on mm-hmm. you know forever so, like a generational thing yeah it's like been up for i think like 70 something years oh God, this awesome. thing's been going on for and every year they add things to it and they update it and modernize it and you this person basically opens up their house and you walk through their yard and they have all these animatronic things set up and stuff if we go to something like that which my mom said didn't exist anymore and then my sister found it this week on facebook i would say that would count as going pretty close. Well, it, it is. It's from one end to the other because Canarsie is the last stop. And we're pretty on close the L. to the last stop. Uh, well, we yeah. would get on the 14th at the last yeah. stop. So, I mean, you'd go from one end to the other and you can actually experience a from one end to the other trip and back. Let's do it. Then we have to go to Canarsie. <laughs> I don't know what Canarsie is even like anymore. So many years have passed. Somebody, I worked with a couple of people that lived in, that like grew up in Canarsie and lived in Canarsie. Hmm. Besides me? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, it's been, you know, years and years. It would be just be interesting to see, like, how the neighborhoods yeah. change, like, over the years and stuff. Because, I mean, I know, like I said, I've been up to Harlem, like, back in the 80s, and this is not a place we would have lived or yeah. even found a place to live because, I mean, everything was on fire, I feel like, back in the 80s. And now it's kind of, like, getting to the point where it's just, like, everywhere else, almost unaffordable at this point in time, right. depending on where you go. Yeah. So... So there we have it. There you have it. Do you want to get into a roly-poly roadie? Because I can tell you're getting really, really bored. I'd love to. I'm not getting really, really bored. I'm just getting really, really tired. All right. Well, we could do that, too. Roly-poly roadie. Roly-poly roadie. So how are you feeling? How was Christmas? (laughs) Feels like it just passed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Christmas is good. I mean, luckily, we had the opportunity to let our parents know what we wanted to eat before we got there. Yeah, you were kind of like this little, like, freaky. You were like. It's what they made of it. It is, but it's like, you're like the vegan or, like, gluten-free person that can't be, like, what do we feed this freak, you know? But I'm really not. Not that there's anything wrong with being gluten-free or vegan, but, like. But I'm really not either of those things. I'm like, it's not even in the same market. I can, and I, the, the answer is always this whatever you make, I can eat. I just can't have a lot of it. Because so I when, get so full so fast. Right. So originally, when your mom's like, you know, saying, oh, we can have steaks. Because both of our parents, both of our families, historically and almost like histronically, go overboard with food. Like they, f- ply us with appetizers like out the ass and then get mad when nobody eats five minutes later like this full like 10 course dinner because they're both italian and they're both like you know so it was like mom you just have to get like 
one thing of shrimp. You just have, I'm like, he's literally going to have like <laughs> three bites tops, if that, and he's going to be done for quite some time. And seriously, before the last dinner plate is cleared, the first dessert tray is coming to the table. It's like there's like, no stop. It's yeah, it's, stop. it's yeah. I'm not a goldfish anymore, so it's hard. So my thing was, yeah, I can eat anything you want. I would love to have had a steak. Like, if you want to bring a steak, bring it. I will totally eat a steak. Just don't buy me a steak. Like, I'll eat, like, four bites of yours and I'll be done rather than having to eat a steak. But we decided on seafood for like your mom's house mm -hmm. shrimp awesome i mean that's easy peasy because whatever don't eat i mean it can be refroze and it's just a matter of i don't want to waste the food like i don't want somebody to go out and be like oh i want to like prepare this really nice dinner and stuff like that and then you know we get out there and it's like i can have like you know an eighth of it and then we're done I mean, there have been years your mom made, like barbecued like filet mignons for us my mom too they were huge steaks even back when like we were eating everything. Yeah, like two per person. And it's like, nobody can humanly eat this. Right. So I was just concerned that it was going to be too much food. But I mean, because I got to stick to the limits. And I it was. And it was too much food, like it always right. is. But at least it's like we didn't feel obligated that we had to finish it. Right. Because shrimp, you could throw in a bag and refreeze. I mean, you know, or yeah. bring it home or whatever. I mean, which we did. <laughs> right. I mean, my parents, my mom wanted to cook so bad over and over. She kept saying she wanted to cook. But I mean, when we went out there, it was her birthday, which is the day after Christmas. So, you know, we got to turn around and basically say, I don't want you cooking for your birthday. Like, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Like, let's go out to eat something, which makes it a lot easier because everybody can order a dinner and I can just be like, I'd can do an appetizer and that's more than enough by the time it's all and then said I could and done. just sit there and judge everybody else as they eat. Yeah, or just pick off their plates. Mm -hmm. Because rather than I'm like, I can't have Honestly, my own, like, but I can eat everybody else's. We don't else's. even need to like <laughs> up our blue apron. Like I thought by this point like we would maybe like expand our blue apron to like the family plan, but like you eat off of my plate, you eat off of Tyler's and like and I'm it's, done, it's not much. yeah and like it's not like taking anything away from us. Like I'm like last night's dinner was ridiculous like Oh, you yeah. made. You I made, made like gnocchi. Yeah. And it was just like. Yeah. It and, was so much, but I mean. And I, I had two gnocchis, and I was like, all right, I'm done for tonight. I don't need anything else. Yeah, it was so good. I'll have a juice chaser in a half hour from now, and the night's over, you know? Last the great party is here, people. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's. It's definitely a tougher time of year. Like, I really thought, because like I said before, my favorite holiday has been, you know, Halloween and Thanksgiving. Halloween is just, an, I mean, Thanksgiving is just an eating holiday. Mm -hmm. Well, they both are, because candy. Yeah. But, you know, at work, going into work, I mean, there were people who made cookies. And they come. the new thing is they're coming around with these trays into our offices. And they're like, go and have a cookie. And I had to have a conversation with this woman today because she came in with cookies and she was like, have a cookie. They're all different flavors. They looked incredible. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't. And they're like, going, oh, you can have like a cookie if you want a cookie. And I'm like, no, I know I can have a cookie. I can't because. It's not a good choice. Yeah. Right. And that's going to be all I eat. If I eat that cookie, I'm not eating anything else for the rest of the day. And I can't make that my meal. You know, yeah, like there's no way. Healthy, yeah. And what do you want me to do? Take a bite out of a giant cookie and then throw the rest of the cookie away? It doesn't make sense. Just go give it to somebody else. It got to the point where it almost turned into an argument. Everybody loves an argument. And it's just like going, what are we arguing over, man? The fact that I don't want to eat a cookie? Like, 
You can't have it both ways. You can't say, man, you look so good this week because you're losing all this weight. And then be like, oh, you should have a cookie dough. <laughs> and it's like going, no, the reason why this week has been a pretty good week is because I didn't have any cookies last week. So you can't force me to do that. Or next week, you're going to be like, dude, why do you look like shit this week? Because that's what will happen. Okay. So nobody offer Tom a cookie if you see him. Unless I haven't eaten anything at all. And it's late, so I can just eat the cookie and go to bed and not have to worry about anything else. Good to know. I did have pizza, though. Like, pizza that I shouldn't have had. Yeah, and how'd that make you feel? I um, hope it made you sick because you didn't bring any for me. And I've <laughs> always wanted to go there, so I hope it made you <laughs> sick. So whatever happened, you deserve Look, it didn't make me sick. I was crazy full off. Oh, of my God, I'm like, sure you were. Like, I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't have had this. But... It was exactly what we were talking about, like previously, where it was pepperoni, where it was like the little pepperonis that cupped up, and they, cup up, and they yeah. just make like just pepperoni juice. It was just about it. I'm, my mouth is watering thinking about it. I'm I not even you. kidding. I'm not even hungry right now. My mouth is watering, <laughs> and these are like the trigger things that I got to stay away from because I mean, you know, it could just be a conversation that we're having, and then for the next week, I'll obsess over how am I going to get another slice of that pizza again. <laughs> Where I know there's no way I should be having that pizza. So I right. got to break the cycle. There you go. Stop the insanity. Stop it. Insanity all over the place. Every time I say insanity, I think of that. And I'm like, is do I even like give a shit who he is? But it was such a clever thing it on was. the back of Daily News, a sports page, when they were calling, what's his name? Was it Jeremy Lin? Lin, yeah. And it was like Lin Sanity. Yeah, and they called it Lynn Sanity. Yeah, because... Their headlines are sometimes so on point. <laughs> but I mean, that one just kind of stuck forever. It could have been the Post. Like, it, it was either them or the well, Post. Yeah. yeah. It definitely wasn't the Times. <laughs> 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 All right. So I think it does it for this week's Roly Poly or okay. I mean, you know, coming up is New Year's. Usually, you and I, we do appetizers. This year, that's going to be like a eight course meal for me. I eat eight appetizers. That could literally be eight meals. Well, there you go. I'm glad that I'm going to be able to just watch you take bites of food and get full and say, I'm so full, as I'm shoving the rest of your food in my face. Because <laughs> we know that the, we always have good appetizers. We so, do. I mean, whatever. Especially I think now you'll with be our okay. beloved air fryer. Oh, my God. That thing just does not cease to. Uh... It's a wonder that will never cease. Oh, unbelievable. All right. So, that does it for this week's Roly Poly Roly, I think. Okay. All right. Wrap it up. The last one of the year. Oh, yeah. Last roly-poly roly of the year. Wow. Wait. Where where are we weight-wise? I don't know. I haven't weighed myself. Oh, my God. You are the most annoying person in the world. Well, I mean, I just want to... I'm just, you know... If I do it all the time and I look at it... Think of it this way. If I weighed myself every day and I don't lose any weight and then at the end of the week I lost a pound, I'd be like going, oh, man, I only lost a pound this but week, but I went running that... every single night and I've been but trying to eat good. But that's a pound and... that you didn't gain... Like, look at it that way. Like, there's no, like... No, but I look at it as if I'm going to work really, really hard for an entire week, like, I want to see okay. some kind of change. Okay, Where well, there's not about, a guarantee, so I'll just leave it be. How there's about the no fact need. that one of your coworkers got you clothes, and mm. they got you, what was it, a large? A large. And it fits, and it looks very nice on you. So, like, there is... That's down from, like, a triple X. yeah. That's right. I like saying triple X. Okay. But I'd prefer to fit in just a regular L. Well, now you do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the final Roly Poly Rorty of 2016. Look at how far you came. Yes. Look how far we came getting through this segment for almost, you know. Well, we came on at the end, so a couple of months, but whatever. Still fun. Yeah. 
play the music. So how was work this week, Nikki? It was busy. It's always yeah. busy. It's like the end of the year. So, you know, everybody's doing like kind of like the um, like the roundups and things like that. And there was like a lot of like holiday stuff to write about and everything. So, I mean, but peppered in there was some like really fun stuff. I got to write about the Brooklyn Rugby Club, which uh, released an annual uh, calendar for their men and women because they have two teams like within their league. Hmm. I didn't know they had a women's team. Yeah. Yeah. Like they both were um, started at the same time. Like the league has been around since 2007 and like the women's league got started around the same time. And then like they would share equipment and coaches and permits and things like that. And then the um i believe it was 2014 the women's club got incorporated and like they created this brooklyn rugby club like umbrella so they released this like really fun um calendar and like the women's were like shot in black and white and it's really like raw and like the women are showing like you know they're they're in formation and they're like on the field and like getting tackled and things like that and then the men are just like pretty much half naked and they're just running around brooklyn Mm. (laughs) there's like one where like a guy is tackling another guy and he's like pulling his pants down so like you see his bare bottom as he's like running to catch a rugby like is it a rugby ball is that what it is i don't know like i don't know what a rugby i don't know too much about rugby like yeah i don't know much about rugby either but it was like it was really really cool to just talk about like i've been doing a lot of like sports stuff lately and i kind of like it because it's like sports that's kind of like like out of the similar to hockey like fast-paced tackling yeah like like yeah like just like like i like physical like i don't know right baseball what we already you know you and i in the past have always said baseball's kind of slow we never watch golf i mean you know but like the thing about that we like about hockey is that it's the pace of it Mm -hmm. and it's violent it's fast-paced and it's violent i like things that are violent rugby same thing yeah yeah, and you like know? in a different way than football. Like, because like rugby, they're not wearing like the big pads and like they're not like running five feet and then getting tapped. Like, they're like. And then taking a two or three minute break yeah, before they have like, to like go football again. Football is so boring. Like, and I used to love watching football. Like, Sunday is like when I would go for Sunday dinners with my parents, we would constantly watch football games because my parents are huge Steeler fans and I was a huge Steeler fan for a long time. And then it's like when I got like super into hockey, it's just like. It everything doesn't compare. Else sucks. Like, it really everything doesn't else compare. just sucks. Well, you're looking at people who can like skate at like, you know, forty to sixty miles an hour, and then you're comparing it to a guy who can run, you know, five feet. Ten, fifteen I yards. I could maybe do that. You know, catch a ball. <laughs> it's like eh. Despite what we said last week during the workout. Like yeah. <laughs> you could run five or fifteen yards. I could. I think I could. Yeah, you totally could. Yeah. You know. I'm looking forward to like you know the new year there's a lot of stuff like in the pipeline and a lot of stories I'll be working on so I'm like really looking forward to spreading my wings a bit in 2017 I was talking to somebody today about your job and saying how um it's got to be like the worst time of year because I'm sure like your publication is going to be like hey we want like these feel-good stories because it's you know it's the holiday season and we want to just like put in like goodwill and you know great things that happened over the past year but this has been a brutal year man yeah. so you it's it's gonna be a hard balance to try to make it like the fluffy december that most people know <laughs> year after year because i mean with but in like a, unlike where I was, like other publications I've been at that were like a weekly or a monthly or something like that. Like this is a daily. So like you still get the shit and then you get the feel good. And then, right. you know, so it's like 
there's a room for like all the like horrible stuff and then like the feel good stuff. So all right, that's yeah. good. So I mean, it is, yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a did you know and wrap it up? Yeah. All right, we could totally do that. You want want to turn that music on? Play that funky music, white boy. Did it? Did you know? Did you know how New Year's resolutions got started? I don't, Tom. Well. Even though I read the Google Doc. <laughs> oh, well, then you do. <laughs> Look at you. Can, well. I, can we put just like in the Google Doc, like how the hell you read your phone so goddamn bright? Ooh, we could. Something just moved out of the corner of my eye and it just scared the hell out of me. Yeah, something just fell. Like I almost had a ghost moment. <laughs> Is there a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Remember the early days? Aww. Oh, yeah. Just baby podcasters. My phone needs to be bright because I am that blind. Oh, my God. You're blind because you turn it up so bright. Well, it's too late now. The vicious anyway, cycle has started. Anyway, just it because it's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> well, Babylonians made promises to their gods at the start of each year that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts. Where's Babylon? In Babylonia. Is that all? That's that's, it, that's all I get. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you never listened to a B fifty two song? Um, the Romans began each year by making promises to the god Janus. Is that right? J N U S. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just making sure. For whom the month of January was named. For whom the bell tolls. So why don't you ask me? How long does the average person keep their New Year's resolutions? Tom. Time. Well, let me stop you right there. Surprisingly, 75% of all resolutions will be continued through the entire first week of January. But only 46% make it past six months. So out of all the people who make resolutions, not even half of them make it to the six oh months Oh my God, more. sure. I think they're pro- they probably all like fall off like by fucking February 15th, I'd say. Here's a little taste of uh, your Amish hometown. Which is the University of Scranton <laughs> also stated that 39% of people in their 20s will achieve their resolution each year, while only 14% of people over 50 years of age will achieve theirs. Well, so see, it's not me being a curmudgeon, it's just how age works. The older you get, you're just like, fuck it, my way to highway. I'm going to be like that, but I'm not going to be your curmudgeon. I'm still going to like... Bullshit. I'm not going to be a curmudgeon. Bullshit. In the curmudgeons of this building, I am nowhere near you because I am still optimistic and hopeful and cheery. Wait, what did you just ask me? The percentage of people who fail to set their goals? I sure did. I have that answer. (laughs) (laughs) According to the best research... I'm trying to let, like you just I'm, hate I'm trying when to inform you now. You hate when somebody horns in on you, but you'll just <laughs> horn all over. You'll just, just rub your horn all look, over. Look, man, here's what I think of it as: you love trains. You love trains. I do love trains. I am, I am the fucking steam engine. I am what makes the train go. So, as I was saying, according to the best research, <laughs> less than three percent. Of Americans who have written goals and less than 1% review and rewrite their goals on a daily basis. So the reason why people don't set goals has been a considerable interest to me. <laughs> what? 
I'm just reading what I copied from the web. Somebody wrote it so personally. <laughs> anyway, the percentage of people that fail to set goals is l- less than 3%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> less than 3% of people fail to set goals. But then they rewrite them and stuff like that. That's how things get like messed up as time goes on. All right. Does that make sense to you? I guess. It totally does not make sense to me. Yeah, I'm not pretending that. I'm just like trying to be polite at this point. All right. And that is this week's Did You Know? (laughs) Did you know? I feel like we should start wearing helmets for these segments, like because they are becoming contact sports at this like, point honestly, in time. Like you are just beyond. Listen, like, if I would have just read that out, I feel like I'm missing sentences that maybe I forgot to copy. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm thinking is, is that like if you didn't say anything, I could have just plowed through and it just would have been quiet. You would have been like, okay, and that was this week's. Did you know? <laughs> But, but instead, you, you had to call me, me out on you it, and then I was like, oh. Me in it. You involved me in it. You well, put me in it. I gave you a bunch of rhetorical questions. I knew what the answers were. You know I have them all written in front of me because you read the Google Doc earlier. <laughs> oh. Well, then I guess that's this week's Did You Know? Well, I already did that. Played the music and everything. We did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did that a while ago. We did that a while, while ago. We're back with a guest next week. You're all welcome. I bet you can't wait for us to get back to being with the guest because, man, we need one at this point in time. I feel like we should meet the commenters that said that they like it when it's just the two of us rambling on about bullshit. But I don't think you really listen if you say that. Those are the highest of the high regard show (laughs) listeners, for real. Like, seriously. They're of our mile high club. That's right. (laughs) They're our mile high listeners. Those are probably the few people who get t-shirts sent to them that just you know from the high regard show that they can just like wear around sporting them sporting sporty spices mm-hmm. so hey listen if you want to get to that level and be one of those listeners i mean you're gonna have to start talking to us so you could definitely reach out to us at high regard show at gmail.com or you could just lurk at us on our website you lurking freaks at highregardshow.com. And you can always troll us on social media by following at High Regard Show. Yeah, because we know you guys. I mean, we know what you're all about. So that wraps it up. Hopefully everybody had a fantastic holiday, whatever you celebrate. Kwanzaa's coming up. So I'm going to give you a future shout out. And um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you people. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Are we in White Castle again? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good night, everybody.